Welcome back to Team Talk. Joe O'Neill, Sam Hauser with you till 7 tonight. Joining us now is Colin Deaver. He's the sports director at KTSM 9 News in El Paso. He covers UTEP, New Mexico State, amongst other things. And he's the guy that we turn to for the evolving situation, legal situation right now at New Mexico State. All right, Colin, you uh, just recently talked to New Mexico Attorney General Raul Torres. What's the latest on the story there out of New Mexico State, Colin? Yeah, obviously, um, in a move that at least I had kind of come to expect over the last few weeks and months, Dr. Bradley, DeShondre Washington, Kim Aiken Jr., all charged with over 10 felony crimes, many of them sexual in nature, stemming from those hazing and sexual assaults, accusations made by their former teammates. Bradley and Washington, uh, each charged with 13 felonies. Aiken charged with 11 felonies, um, including just some pretty heinous sexual assault allegations as well as false imprisonment. So um, the uh, AG said they feel like they have enough evidence and information from witnesses to get convictions of all three of these former players. But obviously that'll be up to a, a jury in Doniana County. But you know, certainly um, just the next step to all of this, you know, there's been multiple lawsuits regarding this, uh, one that was paid out uh, over the summer for $8 million to Deuce Benjamin and Shakira Dunewu, two of the witnesses in all of this. Um, there's another lawsuit filed earlier this week. And then last week we reported that NMSU's um, OIE office found those three players responsible of multiple Title IX sexual misconduct violations. So um, it's all kind of happening at once for these guys right now, but this is obviously the, the biggest hat that we were waiting to drop is the, the criminal charges being filed. Colin, the Attorney General's office began this investigation in April. We've talked to you a number of times since then, and you said it, it might take some time. Now, do you think it was completely coincidental that this came on the heels of that second lawsuit? Um, that's a good question. I don't think it was I'll put it this way. I think the second lawsuit being filed was more on purpose than this than this being filed. What I mean by that is, I think the lawsuit was filed. The second lawsuit was filed this week because the charges were being filed today. If that makes sense. No, it absolutely makes sense. We're talking to Colin Deaver. Uh, he's the sports director at KTSM Nine News in El Paso about the ongoing situation here the breaking situation that we have here at new mexico state so we also see that in the second lawsuit unlike the first lawsuit uh, that came out on monday uh that the athletic director mario mocha's name was attached to it yeah and that was uh something you know interesting interesting to see he'd largely um been left out of it um up until now you know obviously there's been plenty of um calls for his job i think from you know, fans, uh, maybe pundits around the nation, what have you. But this is the first time we've seen his name in legal documents was in that lawsuit uh, on Monday um, filed against but the same lawyer who filed the lawsuit for the Benjamin and Odenewu families, Jolene K. Youngers. And um, I asked her why today, actually, why she added Mocha to the lawsuit. And she just said they um, had found out new information in the last five or six months since they filed the first lawsuit that they felt there was sufficient information in there um, to include him in this second lawsuit. We asked the attorney general today as well, just, um, you know, their thoughts on thoughts on everything. They're actually conducting now that the criminal uh, charges have been um, filed against the three players. They're actually now conducting a separate review of 
um, New Mexico State's uh, response to not only the um, sexual assault allegations, but also, I believe, the you know the the shooting in Albuquerque, and then you know the um, extra you know the charges or the accusations, excuse me, uh, in this second lawsuit made on Monday uh, that there were uh, guns constantly prevalent in the NMSU locker room. So that that is an investigation that will now be ongoing by the Attorney General's office. They said they don't expect criminal charges to be filed. It's more of a, uh, hey, we're best practices followed, followed type of investigation. But, I mean, you never know. I mean, if they find something in there that they believe is criminal, I mean, they'll, they'll file criminal charges, I would, I would have to imagine. So um, certainly NMSU is not going to be out of the woods yet here. Yeah, just with that, Colin, did Raul Torres, did A.G. Torres go into any details on anything that he would be looking for or what it would take to get to that threshold where charges would start to come against administrators or anybody employed by NMSU? Not really. I mean, he, they, um, just to protect the, the, the sanctity of their investigations um, and their, their reviews, I mean, he kept that pretty close to the vest, but, um, you know, he... Again, he said that he didn't expect criminal charges or anything to come out of that. But again, if if they need if they need to, um, obviously they've as we saw today, you know, they're they're not afraid to do it. So more than thirty charges coming down against three former New Mexico State men's basketball players: Deshondre Washington, Doctor Bradley, and Kim Aiken Jr. As we're talking to Colin Deaver from KTSM in El Paso, these guys have been all over the story from the very beginning, doing a bunch of reporting and. Of course, more here in the last week or so, Colin, and you mentioned the work of the OIE office on the campus of NMSU. What are the ramifications now as far as what they found, given that none of these three students are at the university anymore? Well, from that OIE report, um, since, as you said, none of the three are at New Mexico State anymore, there's really not much New Mexico State University can do other than say, hey, if they were here, they would have been expelled. They're never welcome back as students here ever again. Um, but more than anything, you know, it, it should serve as a, as a warning, not that these criminal charges wouldn't either, but it, it should serve as a warning to other universities that might want to bring uh, these guys in as, as players. Like, hey, you shouldn't do that. Now, now Kim Aiken Jr., Deshondre Washington are not playing college basketball this year, but Dr. Bradley was on the roster uh, at Nichols State until today, actually, um, when the charges were filed. I've been trying to get in touch. I've emailed and contacted Nichols State. I think on six separate occasions since August about the fact that they brought Dr. Bradley onto the roster and had never heard anything back until um, literally this afternoon um, when the charges were filed. They have actually removed him from the team. He's no longer on the roster. So um, that's just, you know, that's just part of it, right? I mean, they, schools, you know, even schools that were willing to, you know, offer second opportunities um, before anything came out, you know, they're now um, backing off you know, because of the, you know, the heinous nature of these charges. Right, and like you said, Dr. Bradley was the only one of the three that was on a roster as far as basketball goes. Do we know where Deshondre and Kim Aiken are right now? I know that Deshondre Washington, uh, just her, you kind of seeing some things on social media, I know he's had a couple of tryouts uh, over the summer with some G League teams, but nothing appears to have come from that. Uh, Kim Aiken, I'm not sure. Um you know, since they're not playing college basketball, I, I would assume both those guys up until today were trying to, you know, pursue professional basketball careers. But it, you know, it, it doesn't appear from, you know, various, you know, searches of the internet where, you know, I mean, this, this is pretty easy, easily right. attainable information at this point. If somebody's on a roster, 
you know, somewhere overseas or whatever, and I, I haven't been able to find anything. So, to my knowledge, they weren't playing anywhere, but, um, you know, this, it's pot, I just think that they were kind of trying to wait out the legal process and, and see if they might be able to jump onto a professional team somewhere, but I don't believe that's been the case. We're talking to Colin Deaver from KTSM-TV down in El Paso with the reporting today about double-digit criminal charges against each of the three former New Mexico State men's basketball players mentioned in this latest lawsuit, Dr. Bradley, DeShondre Washington, who came over with Coach Greg Heyer from Northwest Florida State College, and Kim Aiken Jr., who never actually played for New Mexico State, had a transfer waiver denied from the University of Arizona. And so just you know, as we look at this now, Colin, with again, part of this is these three guys are all over the place. A lot of the people mentioned outside of Mario Mocha, none of them are a part of of New Mexico State University anymore. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm going back and and I'm I'm having such vivid memories today from that presser that happened early this calendar year. I want to say it was with Chancellor Arvisu, who was also no longer there. Mario Mocha, do you anticipate another instance like that where New Mexico State's going to have another opportunity to try to explain things from their side? Uh, maybe down the line, um, I, I've reached out today on, and like, you know, last week when we, uh, you know, first reported on the OIE report, you know, they are not, they're not commenting at, at this point. Um, certainly, you know, that, that could change moving forward, but as of, as of today, they have not, uh, they have not commented and have said they're not going to comment yet. This must be such a, a challenge. I can't even imagine for Coach Jason Hooten. I mean, he's trying to put all this behind him, trying to start this new era of of New Mexico State basketball. I'm sure he wants to wants the focus to be on on this season. You know, even though the final score against Kentucky wasn't really worth talking about that much, but just I, I mean, from any from any communication you've had with Coach Hooten or just you know anything that's going on down there, this this has to be just such a, a head spinning situation for him that he really can't do anything about Colin. Right, and I, I mean, you said you kind of hit it right in the head. I mean, he was brought in to, you know, quote unquote, clean up the program and instill a, a, a better culture, so to speak. Um, and I would imagine it's hard to do that with all of this hanging over um, his program's head. But you know, and especially since you know he really had absolutely nothing to do with it. His coaching staff had nothing to do with it. His players had nothing to do with it. So um, I'm, I'm sure it's frustrating. But at the same time, like. He knew the deal when he took the job, too. You know, he knew that this was um, looming, that it wasn't just going to go away because they hired a new coach. I mean, these are, as we've seen today, I mean, serious accusations bringing, you know, 37 total felony charges. I mean, those things don't just go away because you hire a new basketball coach. So um, certainly, a ch- you know, challenging for him, and it will continue to be challenging for him and his program. But, um, you know, that's, to this point, I mean, he can lean on, the fact that it had, you know, everything to do with last year's team and sure. you know nothing to do with this year's team. One other thing I did want to ask you from the administrative side of this, and you know, of course, now relating into these charges, these criminal charges, and the conversation you had with AG Raul Torres over the last year or so. I mean, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of that tragic shooting on the UNM campus here in, in just a couple of weeks, and we've seen at different times NMSU has hired outside firms to do some investigations to try to help them out as far as policies and procedures go and anything like that. Do we know if there had been any ties between what they found and what it is that the AG's office was pursuing? You know, I, that's a good question. I I, uh, I would assume that these reviews um, are 
similar in scope. Now, you know, the Attorney General's office um, probably has a little bit more, you know, authority and, you know, oomph behind it, so to speak, in terms of, you know, what they'll, what they can uncover, what they'll, what they'll be looking for. But I, w- I would imagine it would be kind of along the same lines as, you know, all the other um, previous, um, you know, re- you know, reviews that we've that we've seen then i mean i think it's like two or three maybe even four of them at this point um that nmsu brought in outside investigators to to kind of do reviews and and see but like i said i mean it's the the attorney general's office um you know they'll conduct their own review and just because you know one group found one thing i mean that doesn't mean that other people won't find something else so colin i wanted to ask you what's the latest on former head coach greg hire you'd mentioned you'd had six calls to Nickel State regarding Dr. Bradley, but was wondering, have you reached out to anybody at Mineral Area College in Mizzou to get their thoughts on what happened with the program that they have their new basketball coach with? Yeah, I reached out to them over the summer. Um, to their credit, the, the president of the school is the person who emailed me back um, and, and provided answers. That you know, They said you know, they were... Um, they knew about Coach Hire's past, and they were comfortable with the hire they made based on things that he had told them. And if anything else, you know, came up that they would um, reevaluate. Um, you know, since he hasn't been charged with any crimes, you know, along the line lines here, um, I would, you know, he's. I saw him retweeting, you know, <laughs> things about Mineral, Mineral Area College today. I, it appears he's still employed. Um, I have not had a chance to reach out to see if the second lawsuit, which he was named in on Monday, changes anything. But again, just based on, you know, seeing actions on, you know, on social media, and I, I believe, I think they played this week, like since the second lawsuit was filed. So, I mean, it, it does appear that he's still a coach there. Now, he has filed a, a lawsuit against New Mexico State as well, right? They're in, they have arbitration hearings scheduled for 2024 where he's going to try to recoup some of the money he feels he's owed. Um, after being terminated last February. All right, last thing. You're hearing so much about the Big Ten Conference, you know, moving in when it comes to the possibility of disciplining Michigan, so on and so forth. Uh, Since all of this happened prior to New Mexico State joining Conference USA, I'm going to assume Conference USA is is staying completely out of this and and just moving forward, uh, you know, with the New Mexico State program as as it is right now. That's certainly my assumption. That's what the WAC did when all of this was happening last year. Um, the NCAA, we, who we reached out to, they said they didn't comment on pending litigation, um, so nothing ever came from them. I mean, that your assumption would be my assumption. You know, since again it happened last year, um, you know. When you know, obviously, when, like you said, when they weren't even in conference USA, that would be my assumption. But certainly, something I would, uh, you know, I'll look into. Colin, thank you so much. Really appreciate this uh, joining us on short notice. And um, yeah, thank you, Rhea, and uh, really appreciate your your hard work in this. It's it's getting these, you know, all the questions that that Sam and I have had. You seem to be answering and and keeping us up to speed. Appreciate it, Colin. Appreciate you guys having me as always. You got it. All right. That's Colin Deaver, sports director, KTSM 9 News in El Paso. He covers UTEP, New Mexico State, and a whole lot of other things, and we appreciate him joining us here on Team Talk. You're listening to 1017 The Team.